Hey there, bud. Welcome to the Midnight Owl. I'm your host, Tim. This week, I am joined by Aaron. Say hi, Aaron. Hey, everybody. And Chris. Hey, guys. Hi. Oh. Boys, how you been? Everybody have a drink in front of them? Uh, I do. I, uh, I got a Ryan Coke. I rarely drink, but uh, it felt appropriate today. I uh, got a call from a fucking scammer. Yeah, well, she starts off by saying, like, oh, I am from, like, Fandango or whatever the fuck she was from. It was an 847 number, and it kind of threw me because she sounded like a white lady. So I just, like, uh, I, uh, what did I do to her? I just, like, kept insinuating, like, oh, okay, this sounds nice. It's uh, something to do with Bank of Montreal, like, protection plan. I'm like, all right, but uh, that's okay. And if this is real, that's fine. But if you're a scammer, you're a terrible person. She's like, oh, uh, um, what? And I'm like, yeah, this is a scam. You're an awful fucking person. But if it's not, like, I'm sorry. I was thinking about, like, even giving out her phone number right now because she answered on the first fucking ring. See if we can just give it out and see if anybody wants to prank call her, but I don't know if that's appropriate in today's world. I think that's more than appropriate. I think you're almost encouraged to nowadays. All right, well. I I think that's uh, something to do on one of your episodes there, Tim. Oh, fan submissions. They could email it to thebeardedandboardgmail.com. Uh, record yourself uh, pranking 844-876-8325. I feel less bad about it. I endorse that either. I don't feel that bad about it because I Googled the number afterwards and it, a lot of people were saying like this is some kind of scam. It's like a protection plan thing where they don't do anything, but they charge you 12 bucks a month. What do they ask you to pay in, like, fucking gift cards? I cut her off before I got the, uh, the like, any of the details. But, yeah. Have you fucking heard about that scam? Uh, the, they'll call you and tell you that, like, the, the cops are coming to get you if you don't go down to the uh, convenience store and get iTunes gift cards. Yeah, taking no. advantage of fucking seniors that just, like, don't know. Because, like, you know, like, they hear, like, the government or something. You know, they think police. It's like, oh, shit, I got to go do this. It's fucked up, man. Yeah, like man. I just get the boring one. Oh yeah. I just get the boring. I just get the boring. All this is Revenue Canada calling oh. your uh, the legal department. If you don't call yeah. now, I'm like, yeah, all right, show up on my door. I just wonder what kind of person would allow themselves to get mixed up in that. Like, how do you justify it? Like, is your life so bad that you're like, well? It's okay that I do this because I've gotten screwed over. Totally no conscience, no soul. Um, I I don't get it. I don't know how they can just be so thoughtless and cold to do it. Well, it's like Chris I said. Really, too. I had a wild one when I was living out in Alberta because I still had an Ontario number even though I'd been living out there for, like, five years at the time, and just when they were starting to do those, like, uh, fucking scammer calls or whatnot, I got one. It was, like, 
oh, hey, this is constable, blah, 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 blah. You have a warrant for, you know, something, 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 Ontario. I was like, well, I kind of live out in Alberta. I've been here for five years, and I know I didn't commit a crime. So, all right, you have a good day there, constable. <laughs> oh, that's fucking crazy. But, Jesus. fuck. Well, and like you were saying too, Chris, like they, that's, they're fucking targeting elderly people. Like, people desperate for a conversation and shit. Like, these fucking monsters. Like, there's so many shit that changes from, like, year to year, and especially in the last 10 years. They're like, they don't know. And like I said, especially, like, just, like, police and government. Like, you call uh, an older person, they're just going to take that, like, for your word, you know? Yeah. They all all know they have. Like Like you said, they're lying. They just want that interaction with somebody, and they're so naive you know it's not their 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 fault at all yeah and they want to help that's part of their nature as well it's like you know they probably look at these people like they're like they're helping their grandkids out yeah i think part of it too is like there's there's a mentality nowadays that i've seen for for a long time well if they're stupid enough to fall for it then fuck them like if you if you're dumb enough to go down and grab iTunes gift cards or PlayStation Plus gift cards and drop it off in a park for somebody so that they don't come and arrest you because they're calling from the CRA, like, but at the same and, time. I don't know. That's kind of like saying, like, fucking oh, she was asking for it. Right? That, that Like, that's what I don't understand, like, why people would fucking just, like, any kind of empathy is gone. Like, you get scared and you fucking do something and, like... I don't know, but we just shit on each other now. Yeah, world's going to shit. Fucking yeah, the community looking out for each other. Fucking like, when did we start taking the sides of the assholes? When the assholes outnumbered the rest of us. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Well, like that got me thinking, and I think we're there. I that got me thinking, and I think that leads pretty well into like what we were going to talk about this week. Um, I guess fair warning uh, for any listeners. I don't normally talk about something this grim, but uh, we're going to talk about the anthill kids and rock throw. It is a cult that uh, frankly, no one I know of, and I've grown up and lived in Ontario my entire life. And this would have happened about two and a half hours away from us where He sired about 20 kids. He sexually abused his cult following or followers and the kids in the cult that he like were his fucking kids. And uh, there was mutilations and murder. But uh, yeah, I guess we just just give you that warning before we get into it. And then but like that's the same kind of idea is like who the fuck thinks it's okay to call around to these people and be a scumbag and take it in and it's just well it's just the business i work for that's okay but like this fucking asshole was out there doing some pretty horrific shit too on a different level he was a sock of shit like i don't know where uh where do we even start with this guy well uh, like he's sorry it's like a piece of shit right from the start because like actually like total great segue and from what we were just talking about is how like 
how he originally started, you know, gaining his funds so that he could form um, not a colony commune was by having like a weird heel all fucking voodoo kind of practice. It was like totally everybody was okay with. It. They just went there and gave him his money. He was like, oh yeah, I can heal everything, even though he couldn't. Yeah. You know, and he was preying on the people even then, like even before all the crazy shit, he was already preying on people then. Yeah, like he. So, I guess in the beginning, he claims that he was beaten as a child, which they've proved is pretty much false. Like, there was some hitting and shit like that, but he grew up in the 40s and 50s. So, like, he wants to victim blame, like, create himself out to be a victim, but he wasn't. He became a fucking alcoholic. In the 40s and 50s, though. (laughs) Right? Yep, 60s, 70s, 80s. Right? Man, millennials have a golden. (laughs) yeah not advocating hitting a child like i guess they proved that it doesn't really work but we're kind of seeing the uh the ramifications of like never getting a smack with a fucking spoon across the back of your head for doing something stupid yeah i was saying you know you could wikipedia fucking uh you could still there was a strap when i went to school in alberta it was like up till like the mid nineties. It's crazy, but if you go on Wikipedia, you'll find it that you could still you could punish kids in school. But you had your parents had to sign a form. So I knew that like the principal I remember getting I don't remember what the hell I got in trouble for, but going down to school and uh seeing like one of the grading kids come just out coming out crying and I was like, Oh shit. And then so me and my buddy who got in trouble for doing whatever got in and the principal was like talking all the stuff and he slapped it on his hands a couple of times and making it all red, trying to make me feel bad. But like, yeah, my mom didn't sign the paper. So like, <laughs> you can't strap me. I don't care. <laughs> but they still, they still have the strap when I was in school. Holy shit. Really? And I, yeah. Yeah. And so like, it, obviously not- like, I'm, I mean, you can beat your kids a little bit and they'll still be all right. Oh my God. I can't fucking imagine. Yeah. Yeah, there's a big, big line between, big difference as well, between full-on abuse, like this piece of shit Rock to Roll did, and like, discipline in your kids. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There's, there's a huge... That's huge what I mean. You, can, you, you, you oh, yeah. can't equate, like, you know, like, he had a rough childhood to, like, being this sadistic monster. Like, even if he got, like, beat no. pretty bad, it's still like, oh, my God, he was, like... It's insane. Like you hear about all the calls, and they're nothing compared to what the shit this guy did. I I can just fucking imagine, like when your fucking parents are old and they have to go into a fucking senior citizens like living thing, and you're like, you signed that fucking paper to get me fucking strapped. You could have just forgot about it. Fuck you. You're going into the poorest motherfucking (laughs) one. (laughs) Oh shit. Oh shit. But okay, so I'm like you, man. I'm like you with the dark humor. It's what gets me through so much shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's the only way to stay sane in this world. If you can learn to laugh oh, at yeah. it, you're fine. But, uh, okay, How so... He says that he gets beat, and then he, he he's obviously fucking lying. Um, but he grew up in Quebec, and, it, like, the story goes, the one that I heard today was he was... He became an alcoholic because he had stomach ulcers and they had like taken out a chunk of his stomach. So he had this thing called uh, dumping syndrome where he'd just like eat and then shit his pants. But he was like a fucking, uh, what's what's the word for it? Like he was so fucking convinced about his superiority around everybody, a narcissist. And uh, God complex. 
fucking god complex. He was showing up to these Catholic church meetings in this like fucking cape with a Satan embroidered on it. But like I, I I heard that and I let it go because we live in like 2021. We got a bunch of weirdos. It's what makes the world cool. But like he would have been doing that in the fucking 50s and 60s. Like that's fucking like kind of gangster. Um, and then like he he leaves the church. Then he gets involved with the Seven Day Adventists, which are pretty much a a, a recognized doomsday cult. They are always convinced the world's just about to end. Which, I don't know. How how often can you hear that the world's about to end and you keep fucking still buying into it? <laughs> There's motherfuckers that keep changing the date. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I blame the Mayan. They had it all fucking wrong. Oh. Fucking Y2K, man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, fucking well, Y2K. Your point, like, how many groups of people do you have to go to to prophecy... And tell them that the world's going to end. Pray upon that fear to get the followers he eventually began to get. I don't like, know. I, how many hundreds, thousands? Like, how would like if somebody came up to you and be like, "Yeah, you know, the world's going and brother, like come with me. I can I can save you." I'd probably be like, get the fuck off my door and take your Bible with you. Yeah. <laughs> come on. I I, just, I don't care. I'm like, I understand that, you know, he's very, you know, from all the reports, very intelligent man, very charismatic. Like, I, I just, I don't get it. You know, you just do everything, all your belongings, personal belongings, house, car, job, money, enjoy them. Like, I just, oh, fuck, I have a hard time well, I'm grasping not, how people can do it. I'm not so a leader, by even... Oh, sorry, Chris. No, I didn't. You can go. I was just going to say, like, I'm not a leader by any means, so, like, the idea that you would just become that much of a fucking follower is beyond my comprehension. It doesn't make any sense to me that, like, you would just submit yourself to somebody else. Yeah. Well, I almost look at it the way, like, think about uh, Christian missionaries and all that. Like, how fucking boring has that got to be to them but like at some point in time they're like holy shit you know what yeah maybe the reason why our fucking livestock and we don't have anything and our kids are dying is because there's a dude up in the sky that's gonna help us yeah well yeah i think missionaries have done probably some good work or like some are well-intentioned but the shit that they've pulled off in africa with the fucking spread of aids and still denying condoms like fuck that's like four episodes in itself, like fucking. Oh, it's fucking horrifying how many people have have died because of their fucking actions. And like, that's not to say all of them are evil. Like, it comes from a well-intentioned place, at least. But you fucking get yeah. wrapped up in somebody else's beliefs, and like, just weird shit happens. All wrapped up and not wrapped up. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> that took me a second. I like that. <laughs> so fucking continuing where where we left off. So he's he's doing this weird shit, and then he's like he's with the Seven Day Adventists, and then he's starting to do his like faith healing, where he's starting to believe. Like he's such a drunk that he's a fucking that he's touched by God, or 
divine in some way and he can just heal people. He convinced a lady that was going through for chemotherapy to leave the hospital and she fucking died. Like all the police yeah, could do is like, it like, was her choice. It was not like a, only a couple days later then. Yeah, just a couple it days. Wasn't, it wasn't very long. She like, yeah, she didn't last much longer at all when she left the care of the hospital. Well, I couldn't find out too much about it, but I guess he was like giving like fucking enemas and shit to people too. Yeah, with uh, yeah, that's a weird combination of. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. How the, the uh, molasses oil and, and molasses. Uh, yeah, olive oil. Oh, I think fucking that molasses like, yeah. and olive oil. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, so he fucking, he eventually, he's too crazy for a doomsday cult, and they fucking kick him out. <laughs> oh, shit. And he takes, like, nine people with him. Oh, yeah. I'd rather deal with the under earth and deal with this jackass. The world's gonna end next week, but it's not gonna end with you in the fucking class, man. Sorry. Realize how close to home it was. Oh yeah, so yes, crazy. Yeah, I'll just quickly get to where he's in Peterborough, which is about two hours away from us. He, from my understanding of the story, he he's now been like kicked out. He's been divorced. He has one kid with an ex-wife. He immediately marries his girlfriend. Uh, he was convinced because his dick was so big that it was like his duty to sleep with as many women as possible. <laughs> I mean, you kind of got to. <laughs> Not speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah, it's it's foreign yeah, to me too. But this guy would be here. a good time at a party. <laughs> so he Get fucking. A dream, fellas. Get a dream. <laughs> Shit. He fucking he he continues on. He. Uh, He's living in, like, the middle of nowhere, Quebec, and he he starts his commune. Uh, the police get on to him there, and they, they I think they've already started their, like, first bakery. Um, then they move on to, to Ontario. Uh, now, fucking Peterborough is known for its hippies and shit. I don't know if it was known for it at this time. So, like, I think the timeline is, like, 1970. He's, he, I legitimately know a bunch of hippies that live in Peterborough to this day. Oh yeah, Peterborough is full of stinky hippies, man. They are stinky. I fucking love them though. They're weird. Good drugs. Oh, great drugs. The fucking the amount of mushrooms in that goddamn town. I'll have to take your word on that one. Um. Yeah, I might edit that out. Who knows? I probably won't. Um. <laughs> Keep it in. Keep it in. It's canon. So, where are we now? He's in Peterborough. I think it's like 1972 or something like that. And then he's got 9 to 12 followers, two dudes, and the rest are females. And he just slowly starts marrying himself to all of these women. Yes. Fucking, can you imagine the amount of nagging times 9? Yeah, there's what, nine married, nine women had 20 kids between them all. Yeah. I believe that's what it was. 
that's the biggest thing I can't get about the whole fucking sexual thing. Like, you're fucking every goddamn woman in there. Why do you gotta fuck the kids? Like, I just don't get it. Like, I mean, like, you got nine fucking at your back and call, and then you're still fucking the other ones that you're not even married to. And then, like, they're not even allowed to fuck anybody else. So, like, you've got all the pussy. Why do you gotta do that? I, I don't know. Is that just like his narcissism has gotten out of control because there's no one to fucking put his ego in check? Like everybody is just saying yes to him. So it just keeps fucking spiraling out to like, what can I do next? The people are so scared with how bad the torture punishment escalated, how bad it got that, you know, they're scared to leave. They're scared to speak out, scared to doubt them. Yeah. It, no, it was. Horrible, man. It made my skin crawl. It made my stomach turn. It's just, I cannot imagine the, the actually seeing it that his so-called disciples, followers, whatever you want to call them. Okay, yeah. Just, you, you raised a really good point right there. Is that, okay, as the time passes in there, he starts, like, fucking all the women, having all these kids fucking the kids like and the dads are like the other men there are just like fucking looking the other way the fucking moms are just like not paying attention to what's happening but then the fucking surgeries start now oh shit yeah i guess before even the surgeries you talked about the punishments uh i don't know if you guys got a list of any of the punishments like the one off the top of my head he would take a kid that was misbehaving and then nail them to a fucking tree and have the other kids come out, grab rocks, and start fucking throwing them at him. Helping the kid, yeah. That was to me, you know, that they're all bad, but when you have kids of your own, that one hits you even more. You're just like, oh, fuck, man. How did the parents just stand there and watch that happen? Fucking lunatic. And, you know, and the, uh, having his followers bust each other's knees. Uh, actually, he was making them do that to themselves. He would get them to get a yeah, sledgehammer that, and break their own fucking legs. That's one of the ones that blows my mind. Like, I just don't understand like how you can't find a line to be like, all right, I'm scared of shit that I don't fucking do this, that I'm going to get hurt. But, like, this is really fucking wrong. Like, like, how can you not fucking find that fucking line to be like, all right, like, I'm just going to fucking take a rock and smash his head in because this ain't fucking right. Like, that's not right, but fucking this ain't right. Yeah, just to fucking stop it. Like, don't you have an instinct to protect anybody else? Like, and you think, yeah, like, he was saying, you're still like, I, I, especially like your children, like I just, I, I can't fucking like I'm a new father, and but I, I can't fucking fa- fathom it. And it's like five months, really. Well, I guess in like however long she was in the nine months in the belly, and five months he's been out. So fucking yeah, I, I'm too drunk to do a thirteen month relationship that I've had with this kid, and fucking I, uh, I don't know how the fuck somebody can do that. Yeah, like if a stranger fucking swore at your baby, you would have a fucking visceral reaction, I'm guessing. Oh my god. It'd be a knockout. 
Don't swearing at my fucking baby. That's the last thing you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't even take her to be words. Oh my god. Hey, just be, yeah, just be a quick, uh, you know, KKL. So, um, but yeah, there's, yeah. But there's other ones too. Like these ones, they were they cut off other members' holes with wire cutters. Uh, it's just shoot each other and like shoot other members in the shoulders and yeah, just all kinds of the fucking circumcision and shit as a punishment as a punishment and like it he doesn't know how to fucking do a circumcision so he's basically just chopping the head off with a fucking razor blade yeah, he did that. He killed one of the the kids. I think that was the first time that uh, child services, no, child services had been involved before, but they didn't have the means to do anything because when he got to Ontario, he registered the commune as a church, so they were kind of untouchable. But yeah, that's uh, so fucked. Mm. Fucking Canadian law system. I fucking it's infuriating because like I, I want to be as culturally accepting as possible but like you gotta have some fucking lines right oh shit yeah um yeah who who was it that escaped that kind of got uh, CNAS never involved was that Gabriel Lovely um with the empty arm uh, got, got she's away. at the end of the oh. story yeah. There, no, I know who you're talking about. I don't know the name, but yes, uh, she had, it's either two or three children, and she was allowed to let go, but one of the uh, one of the stipulations were that she had to leave her oldest because she was, like, the closest to being married. And that one really, like, it just, it just like, broke my brain. I was like, fuck, like, that's such an insane, at the same time, like, how could you leave and why wouldn't you just all leave, like, yeah. but, like, she ended up getting out, so, like, stuff did happen, and that is really where, like, Tim was saying, that's where uh, CAS started getting involved. But, like, fuck, like, I, I just, like, Sophie's Choice times three, like, fuck, like, how do you do that? Well, in one of the fucking babies, he fucking chopped up its dick trying to do a circumcision because it was crying too much, and then he decided he was going to soothe the baby by injecting it in the stomach with fucking ethanol and the die the, the fucking kid died of alcohol poisoning like a little infant can you fucking imagine that and like no, the parents it, there's just, so much to this i can't imagine it one of the babies they think that the mom just took it outside and left it to die in the cold because she didn't want it to get punished by this fucking rock throw douchebag that's where I think one of the biggest misinjustices starts right there, is because uh, the age of the child they just they um what do you call it? There were some like ties and shit because apparently like uh, not the police but somebody like does the reports was actually friends with Rock Tarot, so it ended mm. up getting classified as SID, so the sudden infant death syndrome or whatnot. But like it, it 100% was not the child was like over that age like it's. That's where it starts, like, fuck it. Out of the whole thing, honestly, the miscarriage of justice by, like, every branch of it is honestly what I find fucking most sickening. How How is it left to keep going on? And uh, so I guess at this point, like, we've talked about 
how all of these people have been punished. We've talked about his fucking growing insanity, his rampant alcoholism. He's sending people to town. Uh, like the way that they made money was running a bakery, but uh, when they would come home, stealing shit. Oh, they were stealing shit too. Oh, dude, you didn't hear about that? Yeah, fucking. Uh, so uh, after. Because of all the shit that was happening, they were finding it like really hard to make food and ends meet, and they had no fucking money because none of them had jobs. So they started going into the neighboring towns, and they like sewed a shit ton of pockets inside the coats and all that. And we were just like stealing everything until the fucking town cut on, and they were all fucking banned from the surrounding towns. I'm trying to think like Lindsay might what might have been one of the ones. It was like the bigger mm-hmm. one around that area. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was around the Lindsay Kinmount time that they were. Uh... That was happening. So, yeah, they were they were stealing just, shit, and then the children. when he fucking came, the the people would come back, and they were getting punished like by self inflicted sledgehammering, breaking their own fucking legs, or uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Uh, now I don't understand how this works. Like I, I'm sure you guys read the same thing. He would pluck out or have the cult members pluck out every single hair on their body. Yeah, they'd be strung up. Yeah, I, I saw that one too. It's just uh, like oh. that one's easy to read past, but until you actually think about the amount of fucking time that would take, that would be hours of just yeah, if they had money they could have bought an air. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh shit yeah time savings man you gotta get fucking back to baking if you want to make that goddamn money see there's the here they, had, they already had knives you could just use air and air and a quick shave there they go but like in the course of that yeah, torture just, why why when oh. when does it stop when is like enough enough would they take breaks or do you just go full out and just keep cycling through while you're just plucking and plugging? Maybe that's just coming from a guy yeah. that's extremely hairy. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that I, I never came across where they said if it would have rotated or stopped. I, my gut feeling and just reading articles on this and how brutal it is that I doubt they would have stopped to give the poor fucker a break that it's being plucked like a chicken. Yeah. I think they just would have kept fucking going. Well, um, now we're, we're, we've escalated to the point of the first, well, not first murder, but a bunch of the kids out of his 20 kids have been taken away, which he would have started having kids, I believe, around 1978 and stopped in 88, which 88 is the year that I was born. So, like, I could have gone to high school with some of these kids based on like who knows where they ended up in foster care. But like, it's, it, it's weird that that makes this so real to me is like these fucking kids would have been my age, but, uh, we come up to the first actual fucking murder. Um, I should really pull up this woman's name. Is that uh, his wife? Uh, Solange Bolaire. Was that the one that he did the impromptu surgery on? The, uh, yeah, that's the 
wife had complaining of stomach pain. Uh, yeah. Ended up, in the stomach, ended up being appendicitis, and they just disemboweled her with a kitchen knife. Yeah, so yeah, Gabrielle. really takes that batshit crazy turn. Like, all the other shit was, like, batshit crazy. <laughs> but, like, this, like you said, like, stomach turning. You're like, holy fuck. Like, how do you not at one point be like, all right, like, I'm in a jet. You boys have a good time. Right. Yeah. This guy has no fucking idea what he's doing for surgeries. Like, how, like, Jesus, man. You gotta have some clue. I can't imagine that every single person was a complete dumbass that they didn't. Just reaching in there with their hands. Well, yeah, Chris, you were pretty familiar with uh, with what happened here. Do you want to take over that part of the story, like like the yeah, night of the good. fucking surgery? I stuck with you, Chris. Uh, uh, like I guess from where we were at. Yeah, because I, I remember you telling uh, me a bit about this at work. Yeah, well, I guess I guess he can edit it. We've. I haven't even talking about it. I still don't lose the track. So, yeah, like I said, uh, punching in the stomach, the enema, cuts her open and, uh, you know, removing shit with his hands. And then uh, gets one of his followers to sew her back up because, you know, like, that's apparently going to help her. Yeah. And then after this, they take a tube and, like, uh, try and have them innovate her, obviously, which, like, is going to have no effect at this time. So they just, you know, leave her and she dies in excruciating pain over the course of the night but uh at this point he had had in his mind that his semen was like a fucking cure all end all that he could like bring life from his fucking semen didn't need women so uh he gets it in this idea that uh his semen could bring her back to life so he has his followers drill a hole in her head and then ejaculates into the hole into her head. Obviously, does not work. So then has his followers do it. Yeah, and then he fucking he desecrated it. He fucking dumps on her and has her way with her for a couple of days. And then they go and they fucking bury the body. Fuck, as one does, yeah. And and like you said, he still has eight more fucking wives. And it's the other concert where he uh, made them eat rice, or rice, mice and shit. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. He'd make him eat dead mice and fucking shit because he didn't sell enough fucking baked goods. Jesus. I just don't get it. Like, fuck, like, sure, the world's going to end, but you know what? I'd just rather have a beer at the pub than this bullshit while the world ends. Yep. I'll be right there with you. Yeah, does it, it does it I, I I don't know if it speaks to like a terrible part in me but like I can't convince people of anything like if I needed people to help me fucking move a couch I, I like I'd feel awkward asking but like to reach out and like you know how many no's you're gonna get I don't know and this guy could fucking do that in a fucking cabin in the woods outnumbered 10 to 1 and he just kept fucking doing this shit. Well, the no he got was the one in the skull. Do you think there's ever been a it successful... Really must have been a massive cock. 
<laughs> yeah, six inches around. <laughs> fucking. Uh, do you think there's ever been a successful fucking uh, cult or commune or something like that where, like, the leader is just cool as shit and everybody gets along and it doesn't devolve into him fucking everybody's wife? Dudeism's pretty cool. Hmm. Fucking. It seems to happen in every single cult. Fucking. All right. Start off with that god complex, eh? <sighs> yeah, I guess so. You you gotta have to yeah. want that power. What's the difference between a cult leader and a fucking talk. politician at the end of the day? Yeah. One gets paid a lot more money. Yeah. Well, as soon as I said smart as fuck, that cancels me the politicians. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, continuing with our story here, he's he's done all this terrible shit. They've taken most of the kids away. He kills this lady, and then Gabrielle... Um, I don't know her last yeah, name. Lavely. 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 Uh, she was a nurse. She she helped apparently with this surgery or what he called a healing, and something in it just scared the shit out of her, and she knew she had to get out, and she ran away. She comes back and she's punished. She runs away again, comes back. And he, like, beats the shit out of her, fucking hammers in the side of her head with the blunt side of a fucking axe. And then, uh, I think this was the one where he takes a knife, stabs her hand into a fucking cutting board, and then starts picking away at her fucking arm, like, cutting it off. Yeah, with the, uh, combination of what meat cleaver and chainsaw amputated her arm. Jesus Christ. A fucking... Yeah, it's happened. Apparently, like, she was there, like, so long that he, like, got, like, tired and be like, hey, you, come over here and take over this for a bit. Yeah. Jesus. And apparently she didn't even make a sound. Like, how about... Yeah, that's I nuts. Know, I know shock is, like, a kind of adrenaline, huge, like, a big thing to do wonders, but, oh, how do you not make a sound with that shit? What a fucking yeah, warrior, man. take it. Well, okay, but like... It, Fuck, I couldn't imagine. A chainsaw. Like, I can't imagine what that would have done for splintering bone and stuff. Like, that's not a precision fucking item. And he was just, I guess, no. doing it on the fucking same baking table that they had just mutilated this woman on. They're fucking... They're hacking her all apart. And then... I guess he got worried. What he he explained is he got worried because they were cutting off her hand that her arm would get gangrenous. So they fucking amputated her arm above the elbow. So now she just has a stump. And then fucking one of the guys, I don't know if it's out of kindness or on orders from Thoreau, fucking takes... uh, They heated up uh, a part of a a car, I guess, like a, a drive shaft. On uh, with blow torches, got it red hot and seared it shut, and then sewed it shut with fucking twine. Like it, it feels like we're describing a horror movie, right? Yeah, exactly it's fucking that shit crazy. Like it's hard, it's hard to fucking believe, and especially like Canada's population in like 1980s would have been like fucking tiny too. Like so, it's, it's fucking crazy. 
and it's so close to home, like out of protection for maybe the victims or what, but I have no idea why we've never heard about this. You hear about Actually, like... Actually, I have um, a little bit of the reason I know is, um, well, one of the things was during his court, he had it um, transferred over to a town that was francophone so it would mostly be done in french to already alienate a bunch of the population also he made some kind of fucking bitchy plea deal that there was a publication ban on the trial too so like it never made mainstream main, mainstream media and i mean in the 80s like if, if it wasn't on cable the internet didn't exist so you really didn't know outside your area jesus christ was this about the same time as like Koresh and Jonestown and stuff? Uh, I mean, like, I don't want to jump out and say. Yeah, I think uh, Jonestown, little, I would say earlier 80s, and mm-hmm. I think Koresh was like near the end of the 80s. No, after, I think, yeah. Early but 90s, yeah. Yeah. I think he was in between them. Yeah, but that would have been right around the same time, and it's like you hear about those names all the fucking time. Like he, the world should know what a fucking dickhead this monster was, and like how fucking, like is it wrong? Am I like victim blaming when I I look at the followers? Like obviously something was wrong with them to follow him in the first place, but like when he wasn't, they weren't allowed to talk to each other if he wasn't there. Uh, he would give permission of who could fuck who, and then like he would sit and spy on them he would torture children and like none of them fucking did anything like i just yeah it's it's a fucking hard one i mean honestly we weren't in their shoes but yeah i have a hard time wrapping my head i have a hard time wrapping my head around like i met some pretty cool like captivating people but like they were like hey man we're like you're gonna like leave some kids all right no thank you yeah yeah, I, I, like, I'm with Chris on that one, like, it's, one hand, you're like, how the fuck do you not see how bad this is? But then again, with how scared they were, like, without being there, it's, you know, it's hard to, hard to tell without being in their, in their shoes. You see, see someone got their arm chopped off. Yeah. Well, and, like, that all goes to say the next part of the story is this fucking woman, this fucking goddamn human being that is next level in courage and bravery and whatever the fuck else she's comprised of. She tried to comfort the woman that was getting basically tortured because she had appendicitis getting punched in the stomach and her insides ripped out. She tries to run away. She she can't do it. She comes back. She's tortured and mutilated. And she gets away. And she gets to the the police. And we're having like this sawed-off arm that's been seared shut. They finally move in and do something about it. And fucking Roche is uh, arrested. Like, finally. Now, he moved to Millhaven Maximum Security Prison. That's just outside of uh, Kingston. Uh, oh, shit. My uncle did time there. Oh, no shit. <laughs> His name wasn't Rachel. <laughs> no. But uh, this is one of the most wild things that, like, I just, I still 
can't wrap my head around at the end of everything. Three of his wives bought a cottage just up the road from him, and every six months they would cycle through who got to go for the conjugal visit. That's what I mean, like, the fucking the justice system, like, fucking, that's a whole other thing, the fucking bullshit Canadian justice system, but, like, how is everybody slipping this hard from the CAS to the police to the actual courts, like, fuck, yeah. god damn it. Well, and, like, these women, how did they not get any fucking help, man? Like, I guess maybe, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe his dick was just that big. <laughs> like, it must have been. Like, I, I want to fucking, like, no, like, honestly, they had to, like, check him out and all that. There's got to be documents out there somewhere. Or was it just fucking hubris? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, why would they not keep the women away from him for their own safety? Like, oh yeah, sure, go, yeah, I'll go fuck him while he's in jail. Like, at least, yeah, yeah. Well, again, with Chris, like the judicial system there, they sh- shouldn't step in. But like, uh, with everything you guys have been through, yeah, there's gonna be like a a Trump Mexican wall between you and him. We're keeping you guys, you know, we're keeping you guys away for your own well-being. Throw him in a glass cage like Bernardo. Yeah, Canada doesn't punish shitty criminals. It makes no sense to me. Oh, fucking Hamoka's free today. She's had kids of her own again. Oh, oh, fucking dude, the fucking cut buddy's head off is fucking walking free. Yeah. Yeah, he oh, was not in from... Bus guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just fucking lived up the crazy, road from there. I, crazy, I shit you not fucking, like, uh, coincidence or whatnot. Fucking, it still would have been a couple of days off, but it's, it's still a fucking mind blower. So my brother was staying with, out with me in Alberta at the time, and he was supposed to stay like two weeks later, but people were saying, I was like, oh, your brother's going to go. So he took the Greyhound on that fucking route. Oh, my and, God. Like, fucking within like a couple of weeks later when that was actually happened. It was still like a few days off, but it was like, holy fuck, like, that's fucking crazy. My brother was only like a week away from being on the same route that the buddy had his head cut off on. Oh, fuck, it's kind of similar, just a... It's going to kind of go off the rails a little bit here, but go along with that, with like the whole timing thing. I went to high school with was supposed to be in the uh, Twin Towers 9-11. He called him sick. Jesus. Like, holy shit. Well, I guess I just want to cap off this story by saying uh, it was 2011, and Roach was moved to a Nova Scotian prison, and he was... He was up for parole, but he wanted to remain in prison because he believed that when he was on the outside, somebody was going to kill him. But uh, he never made it because another killer, uh, McDonald. Oh, jeez. I am so bad with names. I'm getting like one part of the names. But his last name was McDonald, a Nova Scotian murderer. He was about 62. Roche, I think, was 63. And there's video of it. He just walks up to him. There's a little bit of a struggle. He fucking jabs him in the neck with a fucking shank, drops him to the ground, kills Roche, and then walks up to a guard, politely hands him the fucking knife, and says, that piece of shit is dead out on the range. And he just, like, walks into his cell. Fucking yeah, here's, gangster. Here's, the here's what I use. Yeah. Yeah, they gave him another, I think it was second-degree murder because he was already in there for first-degree. This in, inmate that shipped that sack of shit to Rome. Yeah. So like, well, he's, already, he's not getting there, so here's like a second degree for this one. But 
Yeah, I kind of morbidly kind of laughed at the ending of that. Just the fact that that's how it did. The guy just, like you said, Tim, this inmate just walks up to the guards. Here's the weapon. That sack of shit sent by the, right by the range. Here's what I used. You guys can go get him. He's yeah. done. Well, there's a complete difference in my mind than like someone that murders somebody in a crime of passion or somebody that because of economic situation, they get fucking tied up in drugs and fucking it's a business deal gone wrong or something like that. Like, but if you're a piece of shit like this, fuck you. I'm all for like rehabilitation, but not, you can't, you can't fix somebody like that. Oh, geez, not not with that kind of complex, guy complex and narcissism. There's, yeah, when they're that far gone. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there, buddy. Well, that's the story of the anthill kids. Do you think we missed anything? Oh, I mean, there's probably a ton of shit we missed. So go check it out on your own. Google anthill kids. Learn something about crazy Canadian murder. Absolutely. Yeah. If you have kids, hug them, hug them tight after reading that shit, because you will want to. And, and don't take them to a cult, because they'll fuck them. Yep. <laughs> and if anything we've learned, semen does not cure appendicitis. Or bring it back from the dead. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine if that's the fucking origins of The Walking Dead, was just one guy started jerking off on fucking... <laughs> Shit. Oh, can you imagine, <laughs> hey, imagine the punchline? Come again? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going to do oh, it for man. us here at the Midnight Owl. Uh, by no means are we experts, and we may have made light of something, but it's just when something's this terrible, if you can't laugh at it, you're going to fucking go crazy. So, fuck you, Roche Thoreau. I hope his victims... Find some peace in this world. Boys, we did it. Yeah, he that, man. Fuck yeah, he did. I don't really want to say dick was, though. I think with every passing story of what was happening, I think it just went up an inch in my mind. He might have just fucking opened up this woman, but he's got a pretty big dick. <laughs> Fuck you, Ron Jeremy. Check mm. this shit out. Fucking elephant oh. cock. Ron Jeremy, Jesus Christ. The infancy of fucking porno. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yep. Fuck you, Rocco. <laughs>
Fucking Ron Jeremy was man. Uh, <laughs> fucking Ron Jeremy's. He's getting fucking me too'd right now, eh? I mean, how? Oh, oh, you're kidding me! A disgusting porn actor has done shit to women. Like, I am so blown away. I would have never guessed it. But he was so well kept and put together. No, no, I wish. I wish. Oh, me too, man. Me too. Oh my god. He was the Fuck highlight of Boondock right Saints. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I wonder if I can go try and raise somebody from the dead. <clears throat> Holy. I think it's a group effort. <laughs> uh, so. Hey, Jim Lindsay. <laughs> hey, that, uh, At a certain point, you're going to have eye contact with a guy across the circle jerk from you trying to fucking have the zombie thing happen, and you're just like, yes, <laughs> I believe in God. <laughs> oh, shit. By the, uh, the bakery they had in Kingston, I did a Google search to see if it was still still going. I didn't find it. Oh, damn. Do you think they fucked with oh, the yeah, food? Probably find your... Is there a way to find the original location, though? Like, did they have an address anywhere to the original location? You probably could. I didn't look for the location, but you probably could. I could probably, like, I'm, I don't know, find them, but I could Google it. You never know. If these kids went to school... Google. Oh, yeah. If these kids went to school, how well do you think they did in home ec? Oh, fuck. <laughs> they got the training for it. But I, I, I'm serious, though. Oh, I'm going right? to probably tack this back into the episode. But, like... They had to have fucked with the food from time to time, right? Like, they thought everybody else was a piece of shit, and that's why what they were doing was okay. Like, honestly, I'd have more trouble giving a fucking beer and fucking cheese than with most of the shit that went on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, honestly, that's that, that's where I would start to draw the line. No booze or good food, and I gotta work like 16 hours a day. Yeah, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Yeah, can't talk to anybody without you. Was that your permission? Are you being there? Well, and then he would send him back into town to get him fucking booze and potato chips. He was exempt and because he was in so much pain. And my wife on top of that? Yeah. <laughs> that's where you marry somebody ugly and diseased. Who's the guy that's just sitting there thinking, this is a fucking win-win? Like, <laughs> <laughs> The guy that wants to have a horrible marriage, that's who. You know what's really fucked up? What if he was right and that was God's demands? Like, we get to heaven and he's just sitting there like, oh, you guys want to talk some shit? <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? He's the only one in there. Like, <laughs> Tried to save you assholes and no one wanted to fucking listen. <laughs> we might get a pass, so just be like, hey, you guys are keeping my name alive. <laughs> Come in and have come Bruce old Eddie Van Halen. It's just fucking finger oh, no, guns. Um, this guy's going anywhere. It's uh, straight to hell. What were you telling, uh, Chris, what were you telling me about earlier about uh, there was like a Mormon that was like smuggling kids up or something like that? Oh, yeah. Fuck. I uh, forget the I forget the fucking particulars about it. But yeah, at some point in time, he had hooked up with a fucking... Um, not Mormon, but fucking like a polygamist, fucking some shit down there. Anyways, yeah. 
Actually, yeah, I might, yeah, I don't know, wait a bit more, but anyways, fuck, I'm getting sidetracked. But anyways, he, fuck, I want to say Utah, because I know that's where a lot of the shit comes from. But anyways, that, like, Bible Belt area of the States, anyways. Mm-hmm. Fuck, it was coming down there, and because CAS had got semi-involved at that time, because fucking, they couldn't take the kids anyway, they couldn't take the kids anywhere, or they'd be taken away, this, like, fucking pastor was coming down from fucking Utah and smuggling these kids out so that he could keep their fucking, you know, not being so fucking inbred in their fucking colonies. But even him, who's like, you know, like fucking kids, the last time he was there was like, yo, uh, you you gotta treat your wife better, dude. Like, not cool. So, like, you think, like, how much of a piece of shit are you that when a literal kid fucker is like, oh, dude, you gotta treat your wife better. I might fuck children, but sir, you need to do <laughs> Buy her some goddamn flowers every once in a while or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, this world's so messed up. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking 40 years ago. Yeah. That's only got flowers. Well, Utah, I'm sure some things never changed, but. The, some of the stories about the polygamy down there is absolutely insane. Like, if you piss off the the head pastor of the, the town, he'll just be like, oh, all right. And he'll take all of your wives and give them to somebody else. And, like, all these fucking 60-year-old fucking nasty, weird-looking dudes who have, like, three or four wives uh as they're aging out he'll fucking just go and grab someone's 18 year old daughter i'm like yep you're married to me now there is a shit ton of uh hunterites and mennonites in alberta and fucking they're just a, a whole bunch of fucking crazy like they do their own thing which is all right but like Makes absolutely no goddamn sense because, like, the women have to, like, work 16 hours a day, sew everything by hand. But when I worked at Gentech, the men could come in in a truck and buy pre-made doors from us to take back to their cars and shit. <laughs> but they had to wake up at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning and make muffins from scratch. But meanwhile, they're rolling around in fucking four three fifty. Like, Oh, yeah. The Hutterite attack vehicles, those giant converted SUVs so they can throw all the kids in and go to town. Have you ever heard the the stories about studding? Like, they'll go to the bars or, like, if they know somebody who's, like, six foot five, blonde hair, and fucking hire them out to come out and fuck their wives? That's 100% oh. fucking real, dude. I'll tell you, if you've known any fucking, like, big brawny fucking hockey or football players out there, that shit does fucking happen, man. Like, straight up, they, like, put a sheet over. Like, fucking, oh, there's, like, fuck. no fucking... But they're paying them, though, is the crazy thing. <laughs> they're, like, fucking paying them. They're, like, coming. Hey, you want to you wanna fight my 16-year-old daughter? And get paid for it? It's like, it's like yeah, where do I sign up? Can like, I fuck your wife, too? Oh, fuck. I just fuck you want the video I always thought that like I wasn't sure if that was urban legend but I've heard it from enough people and like I've heard that like you said they put a sheet up over so you can't see it but then there's like fucking people sitting in the room to make sure that she isn't enjoying it which again oh yeah no it's strictly business 
Okay, so you got to put like, in a sixteen-hour fucking work day, and you don't even get to fucking have fun with it. They fucking they bring in this big fucking guy. You just gotta like get fucked by the bull and not fucking enjoy yourself. That's some horse shit right yeah. there. No foreplay or anything. Right? Land bam, thank you. Well, I mean, they do live on farms. If you ever worked on a farm, that's kind of how they do shit. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I mean, so. I wouldn't. My 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 wife ain't cattle, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good recovery, I man. Just ask, you're gonna have a milkshake before bed. Oh, oh fuck! I hope she's probably here to have this conversation. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, I'm gonna get some looks. Oh fuck. <laughs> And she'll be like, who the fuck are these two idiots you're talking to? 